Thank you, guys. That was so good. All right, my name is Ashley, and my husband and I have the incredible privilege of working with these students. As you can tell, they're pretty incredible, aren't they? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So as many of you guys know, um, our missions trip last year was canceled due to COVID. And as you can imagine, we were thrilled for the opportunity this year to go on a different trip. Um, And this year, we had the opportunity to go to Kansas City, as many of you you know. And um, we were particularly drawn to this trip because of its focus on serving the underprivileged and homeless of Kansas City. Throughout our preparation process and team meetings, we were able to dissect what does that look like to begin to selflessly serve others and associate with those that are different than ourselves. We even had the opportunity to put that into practice Um, early. A lot of you guys came to our car wash, so thank you very much for that. Yes, thank you, yeah. (laughs) Um, And the the funny thing is is that at our car wash, we had the opportunity to um, learn how to serve, not only by just washing cars, but a funny story was that the very end around 3.45, we were packing up the car wash, getting everything cleaned up, and this truck rolled in that had just been mudding in the mountains. And as you can imagine, (laughs) it took a lot of work to clean that truck. But I was so proud of our students because they just, even though they were tired, they had been there all day, they worked as hard on that truck as they did on the very first car. And so um, they had the opportunity to put that into practice really early. And um, so we're thankful for that. Sorry, technology. (laughs) All right. So... Um, as you'll hear today, one of our um, main focuses in Kansas City uh, was um, serving as we partnered with existing con- uh, ministries and organizations. And through that, uh, throughout the week, we had many opportunities to learn not only about um, the area, but also the culture and the needs of Kansas City. And our students will um, now give you a deeper glimpse and understanding into specifically what the Lord did during our time there. So would you please welcome with me Ella Howell as she shares her experience. Hi, so I'm Ella. Um, And when we went to Kansas City, um, you know, the main goal was it's not about us, it's about God. And so that was really the main focus, and that was really important. Um, <laughs> and um, I feel like that impact us, impacted a lot of us um, just to be able to serve and put a full week of, like, putting God before us. Um, and when we were, went out to serve people, that not only would just fill, like, others up as we helped serve them, but it would really fill us up as well. Um, It was a really awesome experience. Um, We had God in everything, and everything was in God. And I think to, like, see and, like, what it means to me to have, like, God in everything and, like, everything we do is to have God as our foundation. And when we have God as our foundation, we can create, like, he creates such beautiful fruits in us. Um, And when he creates those fruits, we can share them and... So we can just really share the love of God when he fills us up. I think it's so awesome to see that 
we can not only do that just like when we go on missions trips, but just like here right now in our community. Um, um, but yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and it was also really great to see just like the simple acts of kindness, like what big impact that had. Um, and I think like that's a great way to start and like take action right now um, by just doing little sim simple acts of kindness um, by spreading the love of God. And I feel like I don't know, that, that was such like a big thing for me on the trip was being able to spread God's love. Um, and a great way I think you can do that is just by listening to someone. Um, that was a big part on the trip, just like the people we served, just to be able to listen to them, um, you can tell that really like helped them. And just like, it meant a lot to them. Um, and it was really cool to hear some of their stories. Um, and one of the little things that happened on the trip that like, it's probably not big to anyone else, but it really like filled me up and it's probably the best part about uh, the trip for me was the last day. We were in the kitchen, um, and me and Lainey right here, uh, we started to do this handshake. And this guy saw it, and he came over, and he started to video us. And you can tell it really made his day. And I don't know why, but that's just, like, one of the, like, best things on the trip for me. It just made me so happy. And I was like, wow, that's cool. Um, <laughs> um, but... Yeah, and another thing that kind of, like, clicked on the trip was, like, God chooses to love us all, and I think that's, like, crazy, because we all mess up, like, so much. Um, like, I can't I, like, still can't believe, like, my, my mind cannot wrap around that God loves me for, like, who I am, and that he chose to love us all, and, like, you know, he chooses, like, all our imperfections and, like, everything about us. He chooses to love that. Um, and another thing on the trip was, um, like, it doesn't matter what we have, as long as we have God. It doesn't matter what earthly objects we have, or, like, how, I don't know, like, how we dress or anything. Like, it's all just about, like, if we have God, we have everything. Like, we would see just homeless people out there, and they, like, they had nothing, and they would still be smiling at us. And I think that really shows that we always have, like, a choice to be kind, like, no matter what we're going through. Um, and this made, like, a verse um, pop out to me on the trip. It was First Corinthians 16:14. Let all that you do be done in love. And I think it's really important. And just, like, on that trip, we all just shared God's love, whether we, like, knew it or not. Um, and I think that's something really important that we should still focus on. Uh, yeah, and here's Josiah. Yeah, so, uh, hi, I'm Josiah. But this was really, it was a really fun mission trip, and I found that not only was this a missions trip for the people in Kansas City, but a way that they could both serve us and them at the same time. We probably learned just as much by serving them as they did from us. And a great example was that 
was the last day. Um, it, it was a huge day. We went to a community kitchen, and I love to cook. It's one of my favorite things. But when we got there, it was really interesting because one of the guys, he immediately pulled me aside, and he said, you're going to help me with washing dishes. And, you know, I, I'm like, sure, that sounds like a ton of fun. And, you know, it turns out that this guy was really, really cool. He was a champion in judo and wrestling. And he had a huge story behind that. And because I got to wash dishes with him, I got to learn all about that. Um, and so it was really a way for me to learn about loving without expectations. And, um, you know, even in the small things, whether or not we think that we're going to enjoy it, that, you know, God works through that. And during that day, we got a unexpected delivery. Um, the delivery was, you know, no one had any idea where it was coming from. And it turns out that it was about 15 boxes full of sanitizer, which each bottle of sanitizer costs about uh, $150 to $200. And so it got, I mean, it was a donation of a couple thousand. And they weren't even expecting it. And they were we were actually running low on sanitizer that day. And so it was a real miracle that, you know, we were able to get that. And, you know, I found that I honestly really enjoyed using the power washer that day. But, and that they don't trust me with a knife. Um, yeah. Um, but it was, it was really interesting because we got to learn how to, um, how big mindset is and how God doesn't really care what our plan is or what we think is going to happen because he has his own plan and he's going to make it happen either way. So, yeah. And I think that's Lainey. Hi, so my name's Lainey, and it's just going to be a quick kind of like overview of what I felt on the trip. So I just kind of felt like God like really worked like so much in a mission trip. And I know that, you know, like everyone says that I get back from a mission trip. Oh my gosh, it was awesome. But I feel like God was just like in every single person's heart on that mission trip because we were all just so like, everyone was so selfless. And everyone just had the energy to go and help people every single day. And that wasn't because of our, our, our power at all. That was all God just working through us. And I think the main thing that I took out of that, out of that trip was that, like, even just, like, just the smallest things can find you joy. Like, you don't need, you don't need a huge house. You don't need the best car. You don't need everything to be happy you could you as long as you have like people around you who love you like and and God like that's all you need because the first day the first site that we went out to work at there's this lady and she had a she had a small garden and it was I mean it had been vandalized like it was not it was not what you expect like a great garden to be but 
it was awesome, and she just took so much joy out of that. And I remember she walked up to us, and she had some blackberry bushes, and just one little blackberry had grown on the bushes. And she come, she came up to all of us. She was like, "Look!" And she was just so happy about that, you know, just that one little blackberry because, like, I mean, because she cared about her garden so much, and it just brought her so much joy because she could serve the other, the community around her with that garden, even though she had so little herself, she still like did so much for other people. And I think that was just kind of an eye opener of like, we feel like a lot of people have so much and they don't give enough and they don't like just serve enough and they take that stuff for granted and they take people for granted. And I think that, yeah, the biggest thing on the trip was to love people no matter what, no matter their circumstances, just to always love people. And it was a it was a pretty awesome trip. But that's all I had for you guys. And next is Ellie. You're gonna have to bear with me because I'm like this much nervous. So awkward. Um the trip was really amazing, obviously. Everyone already said that. But I, unfortunately, wasn't on a team with the three beautiful people that spoke to you before. I was in a different team. Um, not that my team wasn't fantastic. I love you all. <laughs> I didn't. That's <laughs> not what I meant. Um, but I think uh, Lainey had a really amazing point. Like, even though I didn't get to meet the lady with the Blackberry, um, we definitely met um, this couple and... Um, they loved their garden. Like, it was their pride and joy. And I sat there and I was like, I don't think I've ever loved anything as much as I, they love their garden. And, and it was so eye-opening because they have so, they've dedicated their lives to helping other people. Um, we were at this church and a lot of, like, people who suffer with drug addiction go through there. And, like, just their, their servant's heart is so amazing. I mean, they live in the church it's, you know, not like the most amazing mansion you've ever seen in your life, but, and I just, they're so grateful, and like, I just, oh, they're so nice, oh my goodness. <laughs> I also um, wanted to touch on what Ella said about love, and that was from the beginning, I mean the missions meeting. We were like, guys, if we can't, you know, talk about Jesus, we're sure gonna show love, because that's very important, and we did, it was amazing, and I think everyone was talking about how, like, we had, like, this selflessness and all this amazing stuff. But from the get-go, we all sat down and we were like, we are not in the right headspace for this. All of us. Everyone was like, none of us are in the mood to serve right now. None of us have that eagerness. And as Lainey said, it didn't matter because God was in our hearts, if that makes sense. Even though we were like, nah, we can't do this. Man, we're not in the mood. We, we can't serve people. It was like, it was like, I was like, hmm. No, honey, you're serving. Like, this is happening. And, like, we enjoyed it. It was amazing. I, I had an amazing time, and, and oh, it was so fun. <laughs> but um, through the serving thing, it's like we got down every, every night. We came back down, and we were like, gosh, I really feel like we're still not in that right headspace. But then we'd wake up the next morning, and we'd be like, let's, let's go. We got things to do. We got Jesus to show. We got love to spread. Like, it was just, like so amazing and not only did we like grow with the people that we like met we also like grew with each other a lot which seems crazy because we were close before but now we're like really close very close i mean we cried together we sweat together we smelled together it was 
Yeah. <laughs> it was just, it was so amazing. And, and I think, like, the serving aspect of it, the first day, <laughs> we planted a pumpkin patch. It was a big pumpkin patch. It was hot. It was sweaty. But it was like, like, I should have been having a terrible time. I really should have, especially since I don't like exercise. You know, I should have been, I should have been not having a good time. But it was amazing. I mean, I was throwing dirt. I was having a great time. And I think everyone was. I think um, Ariana uh, and the boys, they were building stuff. They were doing manly things. It was sick. It was so cool. And I just, I feel like even though, you know, we all were like, I don't want to garden. I don't want to. We still had fun. And I just, like, God was shown throughout all of it. And it's like everyone said, like, God was with us the entire time. There was never a point where we were like, I don't know, I'm not feeling Jesus right now. Like, no. I mean, you slept, you ate, you breathed Jesus the entire time. The entire time. Sorry. I just, I had so much fun. And I love all of these beautiful people. And I love all the people that we met. And I learned so much. And yeah, that's all. So thank you, Josiah, thank you, Lainey, thank you, Ellie, thank you, Ella, for sharing your experiences. Uh, it's really brave to get up and talk, so can we give them another round of applause? One thing you may notice, as we discovered on the trip, we're really good at clapping. Uh, and so we would have clapping sessions that would last like 30 seconds to a minute, where people would look around and be like, are they still clapping? And we would totally still be clapping. So they, they have clapping skills for sure. Uh, one thing I want to encourage you is while you heard from a few of the team who went to Kansas City, uh, there are many more who didn't have an opportunity to share this morning. And they have stories and experiences that are certainly worth hearing about. So I encourage you, after service, the missions team will be up here. Uh, come talk to them. Come hear from them yourselves about what God did in and through them on this trip. One other thing I wanted to say is uh, you, as a church body, uh, supported this team so well through prayer, through finances, through encouragement. So thank you from the bottom of my heart to all of you uh, for the role you played in making this missions trip possible. So my wife, Ashley, who was up here earlier, mentioned it, and uh, we've had the privilege of being the help lead this youth group alongside a team of dedicated volunteers for the past few years, and we're also fortunate enough to be able to lead this group on this missions trip, uh, myself, Ashley, and then Jerry Hernbloom, who's upstairs hiding right now. Uh, so if you want to turn and wave at Jerry, he's up there. And then Natalie also, also served as a leader, and uh, they did phenomenal. So thank you guys for leading as well as you did. Um, this morning, I wanted to share a few of the ways, uh, alongside what you've already heard, that God moved in and through the team who went, while also connecting some of the fruit we saw in this experience to some of the mission and values we aspire to as a church, but also individually as followers of Christ. Uh, the goal of this is to celebrate what God is doing while also challenging not only you, youth group, but the entire church body uh, to keep the momentum that has started here going far past when we got home. Uh, 
So as you've already heard, God did some amazing things on this missions trip. But I wanted to share a few items that really stood out to me, a few highlights from the trip. And the first is a development of community in our group. Uh, the way we all came together to put aside any differences that we had and rally together to accomplish a task ahead of us was nothing short of phenomenal. Uh, uh, I think Ellie mentioned it from day one when we started this. There was a vibe in the group that uh, we were going to come together. Uh, and it went throughout the trip from the moment we started meeting to the moment we got home. You guys cared and loved for each other well. So fantastic job. Uh, the second thing I wanted to share is a development of a heart for service, which you also heard through the students who spoke. Um, and this is service for not only our group, but the people around us, whether it was at a gas station, uh, whether it was going to Walgreens and picking up trash outside of the Walgreens, uh, to the people we were partnering with in ministry during our time there. Both of these developments align so well in the missions and values we strive for as a church. And I wanted to highlight three of those missions and values specifically. First, transforming community. And I mean that as a church, we mentor and care for one another by age groups, by families, and intergenerationally to reach our full potential in Christ. So on our trip, the team, as I said, genuinely cared for one another, and they displayed kindness, they displayed patience, they displayed understanding, and they displayed love. In a short time, we transformed from a group of 21 individuals to a living, breathing team a body working together toward the same goal. Next, I wanted to highlight our mission, or our value of serving together, meaning that we partner as a team, ministering with the attitude of servants in all we do. On the trip, as you heard, we had the opportunity to serve the community in a variety of different ways, uh, partnering with different ministries and organizations in the Kansas City area. We spent our days doing anything from weeding to fixing and planting community gardens to breaking down a whole bunch of coal, which got all over our students. Uh, I came back one time and half our mission team was uh, covered in coal, half was covered in dirt, and uh, we really needed a shower that day. Uh, we also painted picnic tables, we organized food pantries, and we helped to prepare and serve meals to the homeless population in the community. It was truly a crash course in what it means to focus less on ourselves and instead to focus on the needs of those around us and how, even just for a week, we can practically help to meet the needs of the people we see. Last thing I wanted to talk about in terms of values is engaging our world, meaning we engage our neighbors and the underserved around us in the nations, sharing the truth of the gospel in love. And here's the key part and in action. Uh, that is a critical part of it. Uh, in our preparation for the trip, we talked a great deal about letting our hearts and our actions speak for us. Ellie talked about this, right? If we didn't have a chance to speak a word verbally, we were gonna let our hearts shine and we we're gonna let our actions shine. And we knew that our actions paired with the desire to perform these actions as a way to honor Christ would speak louder than anything we could say. Along the way, we were able to also engage the people we were serving, listening to their stories, praying for them, and providing encouragement, kind of as Lainey touched on. 
In 1 Peter chapter 4, uh, Peter writes to the Christian church in Asia Minor, which is now modern-day Turkey, and he's talking to them about what it means to have joy in the midst of persecution and suffering. Peter ends chapter 4 with a challenge to Christ followers. And while the missions team and uh, also our church might not be experiencing the same level of suffering or persecution that the early church in Turkey did, uh, I do think what Peter writes still applies to the experiences we had on the missions trip and acts as a reminder to our entire church body. So I'll pick it up in chapter or verse 8 of chapter 4 of 1 Peter, and it says, Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do it as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do it with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. So in verse 9 and 10 of that passage, Peter challenges us to offer hospitality and to serve others in light of God's grace. On our trip, in spite of the camaraderie we talked about and the community that was being built, I'll be honest, there were times of tension and times where we had some not-so-great moments individually, myself included, Uh, and we joked, and my wife actually dubbed these times as times when people would let just a a little bit of their ugly come out. Even when it happened, we saw people become quick to seek forgiveness, and others become quick to forgive, and even quicker to extend love. As a church body and as individuals, how can we live the same attitude out every day, caring for others more than we care about ourselves, uplifting and serving those around us? Then in verse 11, Peter provides a challenge focusing on service. And he says, if anyone serves, they should do it with the strength God provides so that in all things, God may be praised through Jesus Christ. While we're in Kansas City, we're able to serve not only our group, but the entire, not the entire, parts of the Kansas City area through physical labor. And it was really amazing to see how God orchestrated that. God put the right people from our team with the right skills exactly where they needed to be numerous times. Uh, The first day, uh, they needed, at one of the service sites we went to, someone who could lay cement. And lucky for us, Kayla Baumeister was there, who just a few weeks earlier had taken a job laying cement. Only God could orchestrate something like that. Uh, They needed someone who knew how to cut metal siding. And wouldn't you know, Jerry Hernbloom has some particular skills at cutting metal siding. Pretty amazing stuff. Um, And not only were we able to serve people physically, we are also able to serve them by providing encouragement through prayer, through listening, and sometimes even singing. Uh, uh, I think Ella talked about it in the community kitchen, right, that we served on the last day. Uh, They demonstrated their cool handshake, but they also started singing a lot. We showed up that day. And there wasn't a bad mood in the kitchen, but it was kind of a ho-hum day. Everyone was just kind of going about their work, 
going through the daily grind. Um, and little bit by little bit, our group started singing anything from Journey, Don't Stop Believing, to Disney songs, to Miley Cyrus, whatever they could come up with, they started singing. And at first, people were like, what are these guys doing? Uh, and slowly but surely, you started to see smiles on their face. And then they started to join in. Uh, and then they started to enjoy it. Uh, so what started as a ho-hum day turned into a day full of encouragement and joy simply by singing and singing with a heart that they wanted to honor God in everything they did. On Thursday, the last night we were in Kansas City, we ended our trip by talking about how we wanted this to be the start of something not just the end of the trip. And the things God did, like developing our community and our love for one another and our hearts for service stopped that week. Then it was a good week, but there's so much more that could be done. Uh, then we had a final challenge for all of us in the group, and it's going to be the same challenge I give to you uh, today. Um, and I'm going to give you this challenge uh, in light of our core value of serving others by asking three questions. First, how are we serving each other? How are we serving our church body? How are we meeting the needs of the people we fellowship and worship together with every week? Second, how are we serving the community around us? How are we serving our neighbors? We live in an area where there are many needs, some may be more visible than others. What are we doing to help serve and love the people we see every day? And third, how are we serving Christ? How are we acting as the hands and feet of Jesus? And here's the cool secret in this. Our response to the first two questions I asked helps to shape our response to the third question, right? On the last night of the trip in Kansas City, we were also able to explore John 13, a passage where Jesus washes the feet of his disciples. And this served as a critical reminder that we can all benefit from this morning. Just like the disciples who feet, whose feet were washed, we can serve because Jesus first served us. In verse 14 of John 13, it says, Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you should also, also wash one another's feet. I've set for you an example that you should do as I have done for you. The life that Jesus lived here on earth, his death on the cross, and the free gift of salvation he offers, that is the ultimate act of love, the ultimate act of sacrifice, and the ultimate act of service for us all. And as we embrace that, and as we are served by it, we can then serve our church, we can serve our community, and we can serve Christ back well. So I'm going to invite our worship team up now. Um, and as I do, as they come up, I'm going to close us in prayer, and then they're going to lead us in a final song. So would you please pray with me? Dear Jesus, I thank you uh, for the ways uh, that you worked through this team who went to Kansas City. Thank you for the community they developed, the love for one another they developed, the love for those around them that they displayed. Thank you for allowing us to serve people, God. And I pray that this is not something that would stop here, that this would continue on in our church, uh, that it would be like a wildfire spreading, Lord. And God, I also thank you that you sent your son Jesus to this world to serve us, to give us hope, to give us salvation. 
Lord, help us to embrace that gift, and through that, help us to serve others well. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.